0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mighty Warriors Podcast. A podcast dedicated to inspire and encourage you to experience a deeper intimacy with God and to be transformed by his word in your everyday life. I'm your host, Colette Crea, and I'm super excited for you to join us wherever you are. Today, in episode one, I'm going to share who I am and why I started this podcast. So stick around because I know you're gonna be super encouraged. My dear ones, I'm so excited for you to join us. I'm humbled and so grateful. Welcome to the Mighty Warriors podcast. The first thing I'd like to do is to get you a little acquainted with who I am. I'm sure you can hear an accent because I can't help it. This is how I talk. And so if you haven't gotten a chance to... Uh, check out my website, which is where I talk a little bit about myself and share where I'm from. Take a few seconds to guess where I'm from. Okay, so who is Colette Kraya? Well, I'm going to share eight bullet points with you so you can get to know me a little more. Are you ready? All right. Number one. I'm a citizen of the world. That's what I like to say because I have a very rich cultural background. My parents are originally from Senegal. My grandparents are from Guinea-Bissau and Togo. And by the way, these three countries are located in West Africa. However, I was born and raised in France, although I don't have the typical French accent. But I'm sure... Some of you might have guessed France because people can still slightly hear that French accent uh, that I have when I pronounce certain words. Well, very interestingly enough, I've lived most of my life in the US and right now I'm actually traveling for work, so I can be anywhere. So today I might be in Africa, tomorrow in Asia, the day after in Europe, South America or the Middle East, so you never know. So, be on the lookout for me because I might be traveling to your city next. Number two, I'm an ESL teacher. And for those who don't know what ESL stands for, it stands for English as a second language. I love to teach. I love to help students who are eager to learn another language because when I was learning English, I had incredible high school English teachers in France. So. I'd love to actually mention who they are because I'd like to honor them. First, we have my beloved teacher, the late Madame Marinette Croix. She passed away in recent years, but she was a phenomenal teacher. She was instrumental in encouraging me to study in the UK when I was in in high school uh, for the summer, and then she encouraged me to consider becoming an international student for a year in the US. And she convinced my parents to let me travel alone for an entire year to such a distant land. Thank God my parents were super cool parents, and so uh, the convincing was not very difficult they said, okay, you have the grades, you're super good at English, we'll send you out. Just go and make us proud. And so I'm grateful for my parents as well. I'll forever be grateful to Madame Delacroix because she was uh, an inspiration, you know. Um, at the time, she encouraged me to think outside the box and expand my horizons, even if the place I would be traveling to was miles away all the way to America. She told me, just go. It's just one year out of your life and it will change your worldview. And it surely did. Of course, I never regretted it because after a year in the U.S., I decided to remain and continued my university education as well as my grad studies in the U.S. and built my life there. So that was awesome. During my high school years, Later on, I had her best friend as my English teacher, and her name is Madame Nelly Renault. And she was also an incredible teacher who encouraged me to strive in my English studies. And I'm also very grateful for her encouragements over the years. These teachers remained very close family friends and I love them both and will forever be grateful for their encouragements and I will always be indebted to them for the way they impacted my life. Thanks to them, I can impact the lives of other students and I find great joy in teaching and encouraging kids the same way that they encouraged me. As an ESL teacher, I love to bring a lot of fun in my class and if you were to ask any of my students either they be kids or adults, they would tell you that class is always exciting and it's always fun and full of surprises. Well, I hope that's what they would say anyways. (laughs) So um, I love my students and I'm grateful for the privilege to serve them through teaching. Number three, I'm a deep conversationalist. You're like, what does that mean? Well, it means I like to have deep conversations. And I'm not afraid to ask bold and daring questions. There is something in me that loves to enter people's heart and find out what is going on in their lives and how I can encourage them, how I can help them out and how I can walk alongside them. I love to get close to people in that way. But for those who really, really know me, who are very close to me, they'll tell you that there is also a very lighthearted part of me that's very goofy and who loves to sing, dance and read. Oh, reading. I must tell you about my reading life. Growing up, my parents used to encourage us kids to read as if there was nothing else in life to do but read. We constantly heard them remind us. If you want to be someone in life, you've got to read. If you want to be the best in your class, you've got to read. If you want to make a difference in the world, you've got to read. And so, reading, we did. (laughs) That's all we ever seemed to do. And to be honest with you, I used to think then that all kids did just as we did. Read, 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 read. Constantly read that wasn't the case, but I found out a little too late because now I love to read and even study. I love to study to the point that even back then when I would go to the library and would forget my library card, the librarian would let me borrow the books without making a fuss because he knew I would be back to return the books to get more books. So now you know that I'm a nerd. Yeah, that's the other side of me as well. (laughs) I must say um, that I love to write, speak, and listen to books on Audible. So when I do not have a book on hand and that I'm driving or going on a road trip, I love to listen to books on Audible. And by the way, the voice of the narrator has to be interesting, dramatic, and exquisite. If you go to my website, by the way, in the resources section, You can get access to my recommended books, so feel free to look at some of those books. I'll continue to keep adding to the list as long as I continue to read and listen to audiobooks. Number four, I'm an avid polyglot. You might ask, okay Colette, what is a polyglot? Well, a polyglot is someone who speaks more than five languages. So a person who speaks one language is a monolingual, two languages bilingual. Three languages, trilingual, and four languages, tetraglot or quadrilingual, five languages, a pentalingual. I know, it's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> Usually, when someone speaks one language, they don't come to you and say, Hey, I'm a monolingual. <laughs> no, nobody says that. That's kind of funny usually when you ask anybody how many languages do you speak they'll usually use the term i'm bilingual or trilingual or even i'm multilingual and then it's understood two three or you know more than three so these are the terms you use bilingual trilingual multilingual or polyglot so that's me i'm a polyglot i love languages i speak several of them and i'm very grateful to god for this gift because i'm able to talk to people and have those deep conversations i was telling you about before and so that's awesome this rocks my world to be able to talk to people from different backgrounds and um different countries oftentimes i meet people who are extremely impressed with my ability to speak several languages and i must tell you that I couldn't understand it initially because I thought, what's so impressive about it? It's it's normal. It was very normal for us at home to speak three different languages. My parents spoke French and then sometimes they sw- they would switch to Creole and then they'd go to Wolof and, you know, it was normal. And then when their friends would come and visit them at home, they would switch to their heart language. And so it was not very uncommon to hear Every single individual who came to our house uh, speaking their own dialect. And so we were introduced to that. This is what I grew up with, and it's normal. And so my dad actually speaks five languages, my mom speaks eight, and all my siblings speak I mean, I cannot even count. So I'll say my siblings are multilingual. Okay. I think it's fair uh, because I, I couldn't tell you how many each one of them speak, but. Um, this is it. This is my little story with the languages. So having said all of this, you might wonder which languages I speak. Okay, well, I speak Creole from Guinea-Bissau, which is the language from my grandparents that my parents taught us. I speak French, of course, since I was born and raised in France. I speak English, Spanish, American Sign Language, Arabic, Portuguese, and yeah, and there are others that I'm learning right now. There is always room for improvement in all of these languages because, um, you know, for anybody who's ever learned a language, you know how it is. You have to constantly use it. Otherwise, you lose it. So you have to read books, you have to practice, you have to talk to people and... So it is imperative to constantly sharpen your skill by speaking or reading or watching, for example, in the case of American Sign Language, um, so that you can sharpen your skills. I always try to get better at them so I can be a better communicator, because of course, I have some languages that I'm stronger in versus others. And as far as other languages are concerned, I'm learning two right now. All of this in the interest of getting to meet more people. I learn languages because I love to talk to people. I love to communicate with them to hear their stories. Anyways, we'll see what life brings as I continue to learn more and more languages. Number five. I am a passionate, head over heels lover of God, His word and prayer. I want you to know from the very good go, that I'm going to talk a lot about God on this podcast because He is the love of my life. I love Him with every fiber of my being and I'm devoted to Him. He has been so faithful to me and I can attest to the fact that He has transformed and changed my life. And as you stay tuned in future episodes, you'll get to hear about my journey with God. I look forward to sharing more about this in future episodes, so stay tuned. Number six, my primary love language is quality time. I'm sure that many of you already guessed that based on what I shared previously. Well, for those who are not familiar with the five love languages, it's a book that was written by Gary Chapman and... It was an international bestseller, so I'm sure you've probably read it before. And the love languages that people receive or even express love to others are words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, physical touch, or acts of service. And of course, of course... All of those are my love languages. I mean, I love gifts. Of course, I love physical touch and I love words of affirmation and I love acts of service. But if I had to choose one, I would choose quality time first. And as you already know from what you've heard previously, I love to spend time with people. And in fact, even if it means we're going to be in the same room and not say a word to one another. So that's just me. I just love people. I love their company. But I must also tell you that I highly value, I mean, I greatly treasure my times of solitude, meditation, and reflection. It's almost like a time of recharge. And so if I'm gone and you're like, okay, where's Colette? And you discover that I'm isolated somewhere, it's because I've got to recharge. But I love people and I love to spend time with them. All right. Number seven, I'm a helper and an encourager. There is something innate that I have had since I was a little girl, and that has been to get close to the downtrodden and the brokenhearted. When I was younger, I actually remember my mom reprimanding me a little bit, you know, for talking to strangers. Of course, she had very good reasons to be concerned because I was very young. I was in middle school you know, 11, 12 years old. And I would get back home by myself. And as you might imagine, parents get concerned, you know, when their kids are around strangers and they want to protect them. And so my mom, maybe at time, look out the window and see me walk back home and talk to a stranger and ask me, Colette, who are these people you're talking to? You need to be careful. And so... It was not very uncommon for me to strike up a conversation with anybody that would walk down the street, you know, or with a drunk person or homeless. I felt I was doing something good, you know, back then as a child, I thought, oh, if I talk with this person, I might make a difference in their day, you know. And so I would ask them how they were doing, listen to their stories if they ever shared and empathize with them. That's just the way that I was and the way that I still am. I love to stand with those who are rejected, hurt, and in need of help. There is something that happens inside of me, in fact. It's like raging fire. I cannot stand injustice, unfairness, and inequality, or people being mistreated and hurt. And for this reason, I love to lift up those who are down and help those who need encouragement. What I'd like to share with you right now is actually one of my life scriptures, and it comes out of Proverbs chapter 31, verses eight and nine. And it says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the right of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. This, my friend, is a passage of scripture that basically sums up what I stand for in life. All right. Number eight, I'm an enthusiastic and adventurous traveler who loves to discover new places and new faces whenever opportunities arise. It is a fascinating thing to be able to travel to distant nations, to meet new people, learn their languages, discover their culture, traditions, customs, and seek to understand their beliefs and religions That to me is the best gift you can give yourself to travel the world and to meet people, discover new things. That's just me. I love to go to different countries and get to meet new people and learn more about them. I have not always been the perfect student in being a perfect guest but over the years over the past few years i have learned a great deal about what it means to be a guest in another country and how important it is to listen to understand first rather than seek or demand to be understood first so it does take humility and it is definitely a continual learning experience in all types of relational spheres my friends if you have a chance in your life to travel, do it. Do it, do it, do it. It doesn't necessarily have to be to another country. If you are uncomfortable initially with the idea to travel to another country or if you need more time to get used to the idea or... um save up or get acclimated with the idea that you're going to meet people who are very different than you are, I would say start traveling within your own country and then this might stir up a curiosity within you to discover other nations later on. I personally have a daring dream that I would love to share with you. I have a dream to travel to 50 to 100 nations in my lifetime. And I trust that if God has that planned out for me as part of my destiny, He will open those doors. So far, I have been to over 20 plus nations as of 2020. So I still have at least 30 more nations to go. But we'll have to see If I can go to more than 30 nations, I would be thrilled. So, all right. Well, this is all there is to know about me right now. I'm sure you'll get to know more about me in future episodes. So now I'd like to tell you why I started this podcast. One morning I was having a devotional time. And actually, some of you might wonder what is a devotional time? A devotional time is a time that I spend in the presence of God. And during that time, I read my Bible, I pray to God, and I pause to listen to His voice so as to hear what He desires to speak to me through His Word or through His Holy Spirit. And so that particular day, I was reading the assigned portion of my one year chronological Bible. And the reading was about a young man called Gideon, that God called Mighty Warrior. As I was reading and meditating on his story, I got super encouraged. And through the story, I realized that in the eyes of God, we are people that he designed for a specific purpose and destiny. It is through that revelation that my vision grew to start this podcast, a podcast dedicated to inspire and encourage you to experience a deeper intimacy with God and to be transformed by His Word in your everyday life because I believe it is impossible for anyone to be propelled in their God-given purpose and destiny without true intimacy with God. So, that story just encouraged me so much that I thought... I would have to share it with others. And what better platform than to do that through a podcast? I do plan on sharing Gideon's story in much more detail in episode two. So I hope that you'll be able to join so that you can hear all the things that God did in his life and through his life. One thing I'd like to do before we part is pray. This is something that will always be part of every episode, because I am grateful for this opportunity to reach you all. So I will pray now, and if you would like to pray alongside me, close your eyes, bow your head. If you're driving or riding a bike, keep your eyes on the road, but take this moment to listen to this prayer. And join me in agreement, giving thanks to God for whatever you're grateful for. And I will take time to thank God for you and this podcast. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful for this episode, this first episode of the Mighty Warriors podcast. I'm so excited and so Thankful, Heavenly Father, that you have called me for such a time as this. I have longed to share my voice with these listeners and dedicate this podcast to you once again. I place it between your hands. I ask you to grow it, to bless it, and I ask you for protection, and I ask for your inspiration and for your continuing flowing words within my soul so i can share with the listeners i thank you for every listener and i do pray for their hearts to be softened and disposed to receive whatever you would have them hear from you through me god you are good and i know that you desire that we would have a relationship with you so father Would you let your Holy Spirit move in the heart of the people who are listening? You say in your word that those who diligently seek you will find you. And so I pray that even at the sound of my voice that people would seek and desire to know you more. Heavenly Father, have your way in this podcast. It is yours. This I ask and pray in the mighty name of Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, who lives and dwells within me. Amen. All right, dear ones, I look forward to talking to you in the following episodes. To get all our episodes straight to your phone, just subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. And if you want to know a little bit more about me and stay connected, go to my website, collectcrea.com, and follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Bye now.